Hey folks, delighted to have Shauna Thomas on the Mind, Body, Soil podcast today. She is a top nutritionist all the way from Canada. So this is super exciting, who um, <laughs> runs a company called Hockey Snacks. So welcome to the Mind, Body, Soul uh, podcast, Shauna. I'm delighted to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And uh, it's funny because when you say it like that, and I'm talking to people who potentially aren't in Canada, it's just funny that I must sound like the most Canadian person ever when I have a business called Hockey Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, right? So um, Shauna's going to be talking to us about your young athletes and some kind of top sort of three tips around nutrition for young athletes. But the fascinating thing about the chat that we've had already was that I realized that they were applicable actually across different sports. So it's really not zoned <clears> into <throat> to one sport. I think that'd be fair to, fair to say that, Shauna. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because uh, when I began, it's because I started in the hockey world that it was called Hockey Snacks. But you're absolutely right. I mean, young athletes, no matter what sport they're playing, can benefit from proper nutrition and different habits. So, um, yeah, I work with all sorts of sports teams, um, really globally. So um, hockey was, like I said, the first sort of um, sport that I really dove into. But now yeah. we work with baseball and soccer and football and lacrosse and dance. And I mean, really any kid that's active can benefit from proper nutrition. Excellent. And I've read some of your posts, you know, and I, and I think you were saying about some of your inspiration coming from seeing one of your kids having a pretty unhealthy snack after an early session one day. And you said, God, I can do better than this. So like how much of what you do on a daily basis is based around educating the parents uh, versus the kind of based around educating the kids. What what's the ratio like there? That's a really good question. So um, yeah, I mean, it really. I would say, you know, it starts out fifty fifty. I would say, you know, because the kids really want to know the information and I tell them to it in an engaging and really fun way. Um, you know, before COVID hit, I was doing things really hands-on because I believe that's how kids learn. So we would make food together. I would show them how to make a smoothie that really benefited their performance. Um, we would make energy bites together, you know, and have these great uh, recipes that they could make so that they could take that home and know exactly what to do. But parents, you know, parents are so well-intentioned and, and they want to do the best for their kids always. I mean, we all do. And I have three kids of my own, so I totally get it. Yeah. But sometimes you just don't have the right information or there's so inf so much information out there on the internet that you get misinformed um, because everything out there is conflicting and whatever you believe to be true, you can find evidence of that on the internet. So yeah. um, you yeah. know, parents will it's true right it's so, so true you can ask a leading do... question into google and google's going to spit back at you what you're looking to hear exactly so you know parents will do what they feel is best for their kids and for the most part it is um but when it comes to performance and with these young kids being so athletic these days, I really find there's that missing piece of really fueling themselves properly and being athletic. And so many parents these days, you know, like I said, are well-intentioned, but after every practice or every game are taking them out to eat junk food. And I think this is creating such an unhealthy habit for life. Mm -hmm. So really it's educating both sides is really important. Okay, love it. Yeah, and actually, mm. one of the eye-opening articles, viewers, that, that I looked at was the one about what to, I think it was kind of doing a rating of the post-training drinks that you often see kids mm. having. So 
can you chat a little bit about that? Oh my gosh. Yes. I think I could talk about this forever. Um, you know, I, we live in a world where kids are influenced by so much marketing and, and messages mm. and, you know, it's, it's common obviously for these big brands to, and, or for in- celebrities to endorse these big brands yeah. because they're paying them to do that. Mm. So a lot of young athletes will believe, you know, that their idols are drinking these certain sports drinks yeah. or eating this certain food. And it's just simply not true. You know, if you really dive in um, to find out the truth, these these high level athletes are not eating that food and drinking those drinks. So, um, you know, that's number one is really kind of blasting through um, the marketing and asking questions and having kids naturally be curious and mm-hmm. and, you know, question those things. Um, but for me, you know, uh, Sports drinks just are unnecessary for young athletes. And I'm talking about the kids that I work with are anywhere from age four to like 15. Mm. And a lot of parents might think, okay, but I have an elite level athlete who's 15 years old that works really hard and, and I get it. Um, but these sports drinks were created to replace electrolytes, which are minerals that leave your body when you sweat. Right. But they're full of so much sugar. Like one bottle of these sports drinks can have over 10 teaspoons of refined sugar in them. Mm. And sugar is not an electrolyte. And yes, you definitely have to replace the sugars and carbs in your body to increase those energy stores. I'm not saying you don't have to do that. And sugar doesn't have a place, but to rush all that refined sugar into your body, whether it's before or after activity, there's nothing to slow it down from going into the bloodstream. So it can really have these detrimental effects of, you know, those sugar rushes and then sugar crashes, and then your body craves more sugar and you're on this roller coaster all day long and it can affect your mood and behavior and physically, you know? So um, that's why I really don't recommend sports drinks. They're Mm. equal to pop as far as I'm concerned when it comes to sugar levels. So Um, you know, it doesn't get me the popular vote, like I said in my article, but, um, you know, we really want to start creating healthy habits for our kids and water is the number one hydrator that we really should be encouraging our kids to drink. Love it. Uh, I'm just going to translate the word pop. I know most people know the European for it. We got, we call them fizzy drinks over here, but, uh, that's right. Cool. Um, yeah, no, got got you on that. And I think it's it's quite interesting because even what you're saying there is not just applicable to youth athletes. I mean, part of the buy-in sometimes to certain sports or I was even preparing for a marathon this year and I used to treat myself after a long run with one of those energy drinks. But I think it's also knowing that sometimes you can almost convince yourself, oh, I need it. Like this is, I'm, I'm actually, it's not like, you know, I it's not that I just, it's kind of, it was more, yeah, I felt I deserved it, but it was also like, oh no, I need to replace it, but you're kind of brainwashing yourself. And you know, probably if you dig a little deeper, you'd come more likely to your your conclusion. So I think it's also having the, the sort of know-how to be able to say, okay, I'm going to take an energy drink, but I know what I'm putting in my body here and I'm doing it because it's satisfying that. I know I shouldn't do it all the time or after every session and and 100% on, on the water um, side. I suppose a lot of kids, is that a hard sell? Oh man, is it ever. Um, you know, we're very lucky these days though, because there's so many different options out, out there that are sugar-free and that are 
just water for our kids to drink. There's no reason that kids can't drink bubbly water or um, there's so many different options now that just have an essence of flavor in them. So there's yeah. zero sugar. Um, you know, I'm not sure what kind of brands you guys have over there, but you know, we have a, a whole bunch of different kinds that really my kids love and it's still can, they consider it a treat, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I really like to encourage that or put something in the water, put in berries or um, citrus, you know, um, if your kids don't really like citrus, um, you know, they have these infuser bottles. You can put any kind of fruit in. You can make, I make slushies for my kids in the summertime that are just coconut water and fresh fruit. And they absolutely love them and talk about electrolytes and feeding your body with those natural sugars and carbohydrates, right? Like it's so good for them. They mm. love it. And, you know, put a straw in anything and the kids are going to drink it. So I think, um, <laughs> you know, those, those are a really good, uh, good option for parents mm. that are just kind of strapped and, and think, okay, I have to buy these sports drinks you really yeah. don't there's there's options out there and i love that i love that because one's coming to mind for me like beetroot apple and ginger like think of all the goodness in that mm-hmm. and it's sweet and it's delicious and you know it's it's so much better than one of those really sugar-filled energy drinks so there's so many options with this kind of thing when you open your eyes oh, to yeah. it yeah Absolutely. And, you know, even people now that we're getting into the colder months, um, people discount hot drinks. I mean, it all counts as hydration, right? So I was just talking to um, a whole bunch of my clients about this. And I was like, you know, there's no reason kids can't have a hot chocolate when they come in from playing outside for an hour. It's a great recovery drink. If you're using milk or a milk alternative, you don't have to put a ton of sugar in it. You could put in a tablespoon of honey or maple syrup uh, to sweeten it up and just use cocoa powder to make it chocolatey, right? And we use a pinch of cinnamon in there too, which is great for anti-inflammatory. So, I mean, there's, um, there's a lot of benefits to having a warm drink as well. So there's, there's so many options for, for parents these days. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, so can you tell us, leading on nicely for now, just a couple of top tips for parents on getting started, parents and I suppose youth athletes on getting started or getting more curious in this area. I'd love to, I'd love to hear, hear them from you. Absolutely. So we actually already touched on one, which is hydration. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to hydrate, it's really hard sometimes to get enough uh, water into our young athletes. So like we said, there's so many healthy options out there, but making sure that we develop those healthy habits starting in the morning, you know, drink a big glass of water, um, you know, and get in the habit of doing that. One of the things I like to do is put a really ugly cup in the bathroom so you can't miss it. And then when you go to the bathroom, first thing in the morning, you'll see it and go, right, I should have a glass of water, drink a glass of water. And inevitably it causes, you know, a vicious cycle of going back to the washroom. You see the cup, you drink the water and it starts to develop those habits of drinking more water throughout the day. The other thing is for our kids, just having like a reusable water bottle with them at all times and trying to get them to sip throughout the day instead of gulping, you know, a liter of water back at the end of the day. So, excuse me. So just encouraging them, you know, to just constantly sip water, be an example, do it yourself, make it interesting as possible, switch it up with some other beverages that you know are also nutritious and good for them and you know they're going to have enough if you're giving them all of those opportunities yeah yeah excellent I'm actually guilty of being some one of those people I do have my like my bottle beside me but sometimes I could forget for you know an hour or two hours and then I just like chug a glass of water now I don't know how good that is for the for the system you know but um, I like how you've linked it with a habit with that big ugly glass in the, uh, in the <laughs> bathroom to remind them I actually create the habit because that's really important because it's all well and good saying, yeah, I'm going to 
I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to get my kids to drink more water, but how can we do it? And I think habits reminders are vital if we're going to make anything stick. So I really like that idea of, uh, of adding that into the mix. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another way, if you have older kids that are wearing watches or have phones, there's so many apps that'll just ding to remind you to drink some water, right? Or if you have like a smartwatch, they have so many things on there. Just set an alarm, like once an hour, once every half an hour, take a sip of water. It can be that simple. Um, My second tip though, and this one, these next two are huge game changers. It can be big, big game changers if you implement them consistently, and these are for young athletes or just active kids in general. Yeah. Um, they're actually really good for us as well. But um, <laughs> I got my so, notepad. Right? Yeah, I know. So pre-activity, and I, because I, I hesitate to say pre-game because this is good before practice as well, but to focus on or have a carbohydrate-focused snack about an hour before activity can really boost your energy levels. Um, and the reason that it's carbohydrate-focused is because you're trying to increase those energy stores, and also you want something that's really easy for your body to digest. So protein and fats take longer for the body to digest. Mm-hmm. So if it's really carbohydrate-focused, like a banana is like my ideal food to have an hour before. I know a lot of kids are adverse to that fruit, but you can also make a smoothie, you know, with a little bit of milk or milk alternative um, with really any kind of fruit just to have something that your body can digest really easily. Your body can easily turn it into energy and it gives that hour for your body to digest because if you have anything too close to activity, Um, your body doesn't know whether to focus on digestion or performance and it can actually hinder both. So you Mm -hmm. want to make sure you're allowing your body that time to digest. So I would say that is my biggest pre-game or pre-activity nutrition tip for parents and young athletes. Yeah. Can I ask a question on that? Because this is, I find it fascinating and I would have, like I would have had been uh got nervous before game so I was always very careful about what I ate because I think maybe I was even more sensitive to the food as a result of of let's say those those nerves so I would have mm. stuck to a sort of a pre-match meal two to three hours before kept it usually fairly simple depending on whether it was the morning or evening game and that could be something as simple as three Weetabix I don't know if you guys have that mm, yeah yeah yeah, so yeah I, we do <laughs> and that wouldn't have you know that wouldn't have really rocked my system too much so for someone like me, I would have been maybe a bit wary of trying that. Now, a banana, I think I probably could have benefited from because mm-hmm. it's not too, it's not going to rock the system. But do you, how individual do you find the athletes when it comes to this? Because I know that was kind of a bit of a global suggestion, but has there been a, ever been kind of specific cases where you might need to tweak these suggestions or experiment a little? Absolutely. Um, I, you know, everybody is different and every body is different. So mm. there's no blanket solution for anything. And I think that's important for parents to note too, because um, you don't want to pressure your kids into saying, you know, everybody else is doing this, or this is going to help you when yeah. your child could be different, right? And they could feel different. So that's a really good point. And I, I, this is why in my um, business, I don't focus on numbers um, because I don't want people to focus too hard on what they need to have and what they should have, because it's really for me how you feel. So if it doesn't feel good, 
for you to have something an hour before, then let's focus on something two hours before, or Mm -hmm. let's focus on a bigger meal three or four hours before, because that might work for you. Maybe you just need to hydrate beforehand, right? So um, absolutely, it is individual. Um, This works, I would say, for like 95% of young athletes, but absolutely, you know, a lot of kids also are like hate bananas, so you have to change it up or, you know, um, or or have allergies and things like that. So not everything is going to work for every individual. That's a really good point. Um, but yeah, I would just go on how you feel, try it out. There's no harm in trying new things. Right. But then definitely pay attention to how you feel before, during and after, and then modify accordingly. Great. And I think, yeah. And just in terms of trying things out, like when you look at a young athlete season, there's usually quite a few sort of practice games or maybe even even training sessions where they can try this stuff out if they don't want to try it out on game day right because they mm-hmm. want to try and get the formula right so just to use their sessions kind of strategically to experiment a little with these things can be could be useful absolutely it's such a good idea to do things when it's not an important game or an important tournament or event um the off season you know i mean every young athlete has an off season whether they're playing another sport or not is one thing um but if they have time off which you know a lot of athletes around the world right now do um now's the time right like now is the time to practice these things try new things Put together a pregame meal, put together a post-game recovery drink, see how you like it, switch it up, see what feels good, you know? And then like if typically during a regular season, you would have something and say, work really hard, like have a high intensity workout, go do that. Go for a run, do like, you know, a really hard workout and see how your body feels. And and then you can adjust everything. It's such a good time to do it. I can't tell you enough, like how many people I've talked to. And I'm like, they say, oh, now isn't the time because my kid's not in sports. And it's like, now is the time. Get this under your belt, you know, perfect all your meals and and really know your body and, and what nutrition works for you. So that when sports starts back up, you're more ready than ever before. Brilliant. And okay, so that's two uh, awesome tips. Yes. I'm really excited to hear number three now. Yes. So um, along, this is really similar to the pregame tip. This is a post-game tip. And I actually was able to talk to um, a professional hockey player um, named Natalie Spooner, who um, played for Team Canada. And I uh, I asked her, and this was a while back, but I said, you know, what would be one nutrition tip that you would give any young athlete these days that, you know, could really benefit their game? And I completely agree with her on this one because it's an absolute huge game changer. And that is to eat something just anything um, within 30 to 60 minutes of activity. And this is something that is a challenge for a lot of parents, a lot of families, a lot of kids. And it takes preparation because you don't want to be going through the drive through you know, or grabbing some takeout or fast food after the game. You want to make sure that you're eating something that really nourishes your body. So we want protein to help your muscles recover, repair, and grow for yeah. young athletes. And we want carbohydrates to replace those energy stores you just lost and bonus healthy fats to really help with that inflammation for recovery. So if you can do something like that, it's actually simpler than you think. A handful of trail mix, a glass of milk, you know, it doesn't have to be these really complicated meals that you Mm -hmm. put together, but something within 30 to 60 minutes of when you finish your activity and it will benefit you so much, not only because, you know, you're giving your muscles what they need at the time, but then they're going to be that much more recovered for your next practice or your game, which means you're going to be preventing injuries from happening. It's just like, 
all of these snowball effect of benefits happening from just one simple change. And that's what I really encourage parents to do is, is don't stress about it. You know, you don't have to overhaul everything. Just make these tiny little changes and they can have these huge impacts on your kids' performance. So that's a really big one. I love that. Yeah. So like a, a glass of milk and, and some trail mix. And that's something that, you know, because you hear about, you know, athletes having the buzz after exercise and they maybe don't feel they're so buzzed. They don't feel like eating for an hour or two, but that's very doable, you know, like a glass of milk, because yeah. generally that is when people will go for some form of, of drink or something. And I think, yeah, milk sounds like mm. a really good, good one to get in there. It actually, it's triggered something uh, Sean, in my mind, because growing up, I, I went to a rugby school and there was a big thing at the time, like talked about creatine, like, oh, you know, are there guys in there taking creatine or what are there mm-hmm. supplements? And it was almost like, you know, uh, it was it was a little bit taboo, you know, and it was a little bit like, oh, God, you can't be going near that stuff. So I'd be interested yeah. to know your opinion on on supplements and and young athletes and is there a point where you feel it's it's too early or what's your overall opinion on them um i'd love to know yeah so to be completely honest with you i don't recommend supplements for young athletes Mm. um i believe that they can get everything they need from real whole foods um a balanced diet you know i mean there comes a point maybe as they get older Past puberty is really important um, where, you know, if they're at an elite level where they're practicing for hours every single day um, to the point where they're losing weight, you know, when they work out, um, that sort of thing. And they really need to replace that, those carbohydrates and those calories and all of that. Then I could recommend a protein powder. But even with that, I'm really cautious Mm. because what I don't want to create is a dependence on these products, right? These bars, these shakes. I want, um, I want all athletes to know that you can get everything that you need from real whole foods. It might take a little bit more time than just a scoop of whatever and shaking it up, but you have to think about what's in that too, right? You really look at the ingredients. So even when, you know, athletes get to a point where they may need a supplement, the ingredient list is hugely important. Um, and what they're putting in their body is really important too, because especially with young athletes, I mean, you see all these bars that are like 30 grams of protein or whatever, this has 40 grams of protein per scoop. And you think these young athletes can only digest about 20 grams at any time. So it's Mm. like, you're just wasting. Yeah. And they can get it from a tin of tuna, right? You know, like that's the other thing we forget. (laughs) Exactly. There's always going to be a natural real source where you can get exactly what you need for your body always um you know and definitely if you're feeling fatigued or you're not recovering as fast as you can i definitely recommend you know talking to a professional and seeing where you can kind of fill the gaps um but uh i uh, supplements to me are really a last resort um because even vitamins for our kids you know like that's such a a big topic now because really if your kid has a balanced diet they're probably getting all the vitamins and minerals that they need. It's not going to hurt them, but you know, is it a waste of money? And are you basically like flushing a whole bunch of those vitamins and minerals down the toilet every day? Right. So, um, it's definitely something to think about. And as you get older, you can make those decisions for yourself. But as you know, if these are kids in our care, then, you know, we want to start them the right way with really healthy habits and knowing they can nourish themselves completely from what they can get in the grocery store. And then they can make the decisions later on if they're at a certain elite level. 
Brilliant. Okay. Uh, Shana, that's so good. I want to recap here, make sure I've uh, absorbed all this great knowledge. So number one top tip was all around hydration. Number two was getting that, um, getting that sort of snack in 60 minutes before exercise for that energy boost, looking at things like bananas or something similar that's easy enough to digest and gets that sort of energy going um, and more on the carbohydrate side than, than fats and protein. And then the big advice uh, from a professional hockey player, so really cool, was like in that 60-minute window after a game or uh, a tough training to get um, get some food into the system, like potentially a glass of milk and some trail mix could be really good for, for young athletes to get into that window. And then the Brucey bonus at the end, you gave us the lovely <laughs> tips around supplements and sort of that, you know, ev- we can get these things from a good, well-balanced diet for the most part uh, for, yeah. for youth athletes who are in our care or, you know, or, or uh, being parented by, by listeners um, and then letting them become more educated as they get older about their their supplement choices and that's kind of important getting past puberty and maybe getting more towards the performance end of things then so um but i have to know if you've got something to add to that perfect and also make sure you let people know where they can find out more about you because there's been so many interesting things touched upon Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, no, you hit it right on the head. That was everything that I said. And, um, you know, and I hope that that helps somebody out there because even that one little piece of information can make such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, really listen to how you feel, how your young athlete is feeling. It's important to have that open conversation with them so that you can make changes if you need to. Um, but as far as getting in touch with me, people can contact me through my website, which is hockeysnacks.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on Facebook. Um, Hockey Snacks and Inc. Um, we also have a free Facebook group called Prepare Your Athletes, where I give lots of free information, just like what I did today. Um, so if people are interested, you can absolutely join that. I'm on Instagram as well. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I mean, really, you can find me anywhere. Um, I'm happy to help. So if people want to reach out, um, I'm here for you. And you're, we have you're on, on- omnipresent. Um, I, I know it's crazy. <laughs> it is like it's it's so much. But um, if people want to get in touch. Any yeah, of those I'll, I'll share I'll share those links as well, uh, Shauna, for you, Thank just so you. people can reach out. And yeah, there's so much good stuff there. So look, thanks a million. Uh, I know we're going to be kind of twisting things around in a few weeks, and we're going to be doing a podcast uh, with myself around the sort of the mental prep for young athletes. So I think which is quite complimentary. But for now, just thanks a million for for all of that great value that you've just given to all the listeners. My pleasure. This was a lot of fun. And I'm so excited to have you on uh, our Instagram as well. It's going to be great. Right. Can't wait. All right. Have a great day. Thank you, Declan. You too. Cheers.